0: The provisional agenda for this meeting is the the situation in Afghanistan. The agenda is adopted. The Security Council will now begin its consideration of item two of the agenda. Members of the Council have before them document S slash 2021 slash 762, the text of a draft resolution submitted by France, the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, and the United States of America. The Council is ready to proceed to the vote on the draft resolution before it. I shall put the draft resolution to the vote now. Will those in favor of the draft resolution contained in document S slash 2021 slash 762 please raise their hand. Those against abstentions. The result of the voting is as follows thirteen votes in favor, zero votes against, two abstentions. The draft resolution has been adopted as Resolution 2593 of 2021. I now give the floor to those members of the Council who wish to make statements after the vote. I give the floor to the representative of the United States.
1: Thank you, Mr. President. Today's resolution establishes three clear expectations regarding the future of Afghanistan. First, the Security Council expects the Taliban to live up to its commitment to facilitate safe passage for Afghans and foreign nationals who want to leave Afghanistan, whether it's today, tomorrow, or after August 31st. Consistent with the right to leave any country, including one's own, everybody must be allowed to safely leave Afghanistan for whatever reason, whenever they want, by air or by land. This is, the utmost, this is of the utmost importance to us. Sadly, the United States is grieving the loss of 13 young service members who made the ultimate sacrifice while diligently working to help people depart the country in safety. We're also mourning the hundreds of Afghans who were killed or injured during the attack outside of the Kabul airport. They went to the airport in search of a better life. The international community and those in Afghanistan must honor their memory by doing everything we can to continue to help those who wish to leave. As of this morning, the United States has facilitated the evacuation of more than 122,000 American citizens, foreign nationals, and at-risk Afghans out of Afghanistan since the end of July. So many have made this possible. Our courageous service members, our tireless diplomats, and dozens of countries, including many on this council. Our allies and partners around the world have contributed to the airlift, serving as transit countries and some resettling Afghan refugees permanently. We are grateful to all who have joined forces in this remarkable effort. Second, the resolution makes the Security Council's enduring commitment to assisting those who remain in Afghanistan crystal clear. It underscores that all parties need to facilitate humanitarian assistance and that humanitarian actors be given full, safe, and unhindered access to continue service delivery to those in need. The Afghan people are suffering not just from conflict and massive internal displacement, but also from a nationwide drought and the COVID-19 pandemic. UN agencies are warning that humanitarian needs in the coming months will be vast. The UN Refugee Agency estimates that nearly a half million Afghans have been internally displaced this year alone. The World Food Program estimates that 14 million people in Afghanistan are at risk of starving without food assistance. And UNICEF has reported that COVID-19 vaccinations have dropped by 80% in recent weeks. Vital humanitarian assistance must flow to people in desperate need. Third, the resolution reiterates in strong terms several of the Council's enduring calls regarding the situation in Afghanistan. Today we have spoken once again on the urgent need to tackle the serious threat of terrorism in Afghanistan. Last week's horrific attack in Kabul demonstrated the very real threat that terrorist groups like ISISK pose. President Biden has made clear that we will do what's necessary to defend our security and our people and the entire international community is committed to ensuring that Afghanistan is never again a safe haven for terrorism. Through this resolution, the Security Council has also reiterated the vital importance of respect for the rights of Afghanistan's people, including its women, girls, and minorities. We will not waver on this point. Respect for the rights of all the people of Afghanistan goes hand in hand with the needs for parties to engage in an inclusive negotiated settlement to bring stability to Afghanistan, which the Council also emphasizes through this resolution. As Afghanistan enters the next chapter, it is imperative that the international community remain unified and resolute including in holding the Taliban accountable for its commitments. One such commitment which the Taliban has made publicly and privately is that those who wish to leave Afghanistan will be able to do so. Today's resolution signals just how seriously the Security Council takes that commitment, along with the commitments to allow humanitarian aid to flow and prevent terrorism. Through this resolution, the Security Council has issued a set of calls that are clear, necessary and in the interest of Afghans people. Moving forward, we must address the most pressing security threats. Stand up for the rights of the Afghan people and lay the groundwork for a stable and inclusive Afghanistan. The people of Afghanistan deserve nothing less. Thank you, Mr. President.
0: I thank the representative of the United States for a statement I now give the floor to the representative of France.
2: Je vous remercie, Monsieur le Président. Je me félicite de l'adoption de la résolution 2593 aujourd'hui, je regrette que le texte n'ait pas pu recueillir le soutien de tous les membres du Conseil regards de tous les Afghans sont tournés vers ce Conseil. Ils attendaient un soutien clair de la communauté internationale et cette désunion est une déception pour nous comme pour eux. Et pourtant, je ne doute pas que tous les membres de ce Conseil partagent le même objectif prioritaire, permettre au peuple afghan de retrouver la stabilité et la sécurité. Malgré tout, nous avons adopté un texte important qui doit maintenant se traduire sur le terrain. Alors que la situation sécuritaire Comme humanitaire ne cesse de se dégrader, la résolution que ce Conseil vient d'adopter est claire. Elle fixe une série d'exigences vis-à-vis des talibans. La première concerne tous les Afghans menacés qui souhaitent partir. Les talibans ont pris des engagements et nous leur demandons de s'y tenir. Cette résolution appelle à ce que tous les efforts soient faits pour sécuriser l'aéroport et ses alentours, créer ce passage sécurisé et protégé est une condition sine qua non pour garantir que les Afghans menacés qui souhaitent partir puissent le faire en toute sécurité, mais également que l'aide humanitaire puisse parvenir à tous ceux qui en ont besoin, par l'aéroport bien sûr, mais également par les frontières terrestres. C'est en effet la deuxième exigence qui est fixée par cette résolution, garantir la poursuite des opérations humanitaires. Chaque minute compte pour des milliers d'Afghans qui attendent de la nourriture et des soins. Toutes les parties doivent par ailleurs respecter le droit international humanitaire. La troisième exigence fixée par cette résolution, c'est la lutte contre le terrorisme. Je réitère à cet égard notre condamnation la plus ferme des récents attentats. Nous l'avons déjà dit dans cette enceinte, nous continuerons de lutter sans relâche contre ce fléau. Là encore, les talibans ont pris des engagements et ils doivent les respecter. Ils doivent contribuer effectivement à la lutte contre le terrorisme, en particulier à la lutte contre le financement du terrorisme et rompre tout lien d'allégeance avec Al-Qaïda. La résolution qui vient d'être, d'être adoptée appelle enfin, rappelle enfin les obligations de tous en matière de droit international humanitaire et des droits de l'homme, notamment en ce qui concerne la protection des civils, l'accès humanitaire et les droits des femmes. Pour ces dernières, l'horizon s'est considérablement obscurci. Il est de notre devoir de leur redonner espoir. Les acquis des 20 dernières années doivent être préservés et les afghanes ont été en première ligne de ces dernières années pour réclamer leurs droits. Leur pleine participation est indispensable à toute solution politique. Je souhaite enfin souligner que la France a rappelé ses attentes quant à la mise en place par la négociation d'un gouvernement de transition qui répond aux aspirations de la population afghane. Nous serons attentifs dans les prochains jours à la coordination des efforts de tous sur le terrain, en particulier avec les Nations unies, pour que cette résolution se traduise en acte. J'aimerais ici saluer le rôle essentiel de la MANUA et le courage de ses équipes, ainsi que l'ensemble des agences des Nations unies, en particulier les agences humanitaires. Nous continuerons de soutenir le travail de la MANUA et nous serons attentifs à ce que la mission continue de bénéficier d'un mandat suffisamment robuste pour poursuivre son rôle fondamental sur le terrain. Je vous remercie.
0: I thank the representative of France for her statement. I give the floor to the representative of the United Kingdom.
3: Thank you, Mr. President. Today, this council has spoken clearly on the situation in Afghanistan and set out its minimum expectations of the Taliban. The immediate priority is ensuring that all those who wish to leave Afghanistan can do so safely. We have been clear that the Taliban must adhere to their own stated commitments to ensure safe passage beyond the 31st of August. Second, Afghanistan can never again become a safe haven for terrorists. We have condemned unequivocally the attack on Kabul airport last week, and we reiterate our condolences and sympathy to the bereaved and to the injured. A coordinated approach will be vital to counter any extremist threat emanating from Afghanistan. And we call on the Taliban to uphold their commitments contained in the Doha agreement. Third, the humanitarian situation requires urgent attention. We are coordinating closely with partners to strengthen efforts to support humanitarian assistance and ensure unimpeded access for humanitarian workers and organisations. Finally, The gains of the last 20 years must be protected, and human rights, including those of women and children and minorities, safeguarded. This resolution lays down a marker that the international community will be watching closely. Today's resolution is an important step towards a unified international response to the situation in Afghanistan. We will continue to build on this to ensure the Council holds the Taliban accountable on its commitments. The Taliban will be judged by the international community on the basis of their actions on the ground, not their words. Thank you,
4: Mr. President.
0: I thank the representative of the United Kingdom for a statement. I now give the floor to the representative of Ireland.
4: Thank you very much, Mr. President, and we welcome the adoption today of this resolution on Afghanistan and want to express our appreciation to France, the United Kingdom, and the United States for their efforts uh, in bringing it forward. Mr. President, Ireland voted in favour of this resolution because we believe in the importance of the Council's voice at this critical juncture for Afghanistan. We would, of course, have preferred a united message. Our thoughts today are with those Afghans who are desperately trying to reach safety outside their homeland, with women and children who know their fundamental rights are now at risk, and with all Afghans suffering humanitarian need, including those hungry and without safe access to water. This, Mr. President, is where our collective attention needs to be. We cannot look the other way. That is why the focus in this resolution on ensuring full, safe and unhindered access to the UN and all humanitarian actors to deliver life-saving and life-sustaining humanitarian aid is so important. We also welcome the emphasis on the upholding of human rights and the clear and unequivocal reaffirmation of the importance of the full, equal and meaningful participation of women in any negotiated political settlement. We would, of course, have preferred stronger language in respect of human rights particularly given the situation now faced by the women and girls of Afghanistan. On the 19th of August, Ireland and Mexico jointly urged this council to place the most utmost priority on women and girls. Ireland calls on all parties to uphold their obligations under international humanitarian, refugee and human rights law. I repeat what I said in this chamber on the 16th of August. Telling the international community what it wants to hear will fool no one. We have noted the public statement by the Taliban. We will judge you by your actions and not by your words. Right now, the international community must continue to demand that all those who need to leave Afghanistan, Afghans, Afghans and foreign nationals are free to do so in a safe, secure and orderly way we reiterate our firm view that this access, at any air or land crossing, must be without preconditions. Mr. President, Ireland will not be found wanting in our determination to work alongside fellow Security Council members to ensure that we maintain laser focus on the situation in Afghanistan, including, as Ireland assumes, the presidency of this council for the month of September. Thank you.
0: I thank the representative of Ireland for a statement. I now give the floor to the representative of the
5: Russian Federation. I <coughs> thank you, Mr. President. The Russian Federation has decided attack of the of August on the of August the of Kabul, in which hundreds of people we the Вместе с тем мы были вынуждены воздержаться при голосовании по проекту резолюции Совета Безопасности по Афганистану. Сделали это по причине игнорирования авторами проекта наших принципиальных озабоченностей. Во-первых, несмотря на то, что резолюция была предложена на фоне чудовищного теракта, авторы категорически отказались упоминать пассажи по борьбе с терроризмом, Международно признанной террористической организации ИГИЛ и Исламское движение Восточного Туркестана. Видим в этом нежелание признавать очевидное и стремление делить террориста на своих и чужих. Попытки затушевывать те угрозы, исходящие от этих группировок, неприемлемы. Во-вторых, В ходе переговоров мы подчеркивали недопустимость негативных последствий эвакуации квалифицированных афганских кадров для социально-экономического положения Афганистана. В условиях утечки мозгов страна не сможет достичь цели устойчивого развития. Эти важные для самого афганского народа элементы освещения в тексте не получили. третьих авторы были проигнорированы и наше предложение включить документ документ констатацию пагубного влияния заморозки афганских финансовых активов активов на экономическую и гуманитарную ситуацию в стране, а также императива оказания гуманитарного содействия Афганистану в строгом соответствии с руководящими принципами ООН, закрепленными закрепленными в резолюции Генеральной Ассамблеи 46.82. Господин председатель, нам понятны причины, которые побудили авторов попытаться использовать авторитет Совета Безопасности для принятия резолюции в таком виде и в столь сжатые сроки. Может быть, если бы у нас было больше времени, итоги голосования были бы другими. В то же время, видим в этом попытки переложить ответственность за провал 20-летнего присутствия США и их союзников в Афганистане на движение талибов, а также стран региона, которым придется иметь дело с последствиями этой длительной кампании. Такое безответственное поведение западной коалиции и отношение к происходящему в Афганистане неудивительно, учитывая в том числе, как чисто формально отчитывалась перед Советом Безопасности бывшая военная миссия НАТО международные силы содействия безопасности, которая впоследствии сменила тренировочная миссия решительной поддержки. Со своей стороны Российская Федерация последовательно выступает за мирный, безопасный и стабильный Афганистан, с территории которого не будет исходить террористических и наркотических угроз. Продолжим содействие афганцев в достижении этой цели. Благодарю
0: вас. I thank the
6: Thank you, Mr. President. In light of the uncertain developments in Afghanistan and the urgent and precarious security situation in Kabul airport, Estonia gave its support to this resolution today. The humanitarian situation in Afghanistan is deteriorating. Humanitarian organizations and the UN have committed to stay and to deliver relief and assistance, but they need unimpeded access and assurances that their staff, and aid providers can work and deliver assistance without interference or threats to their safety. This includes the need for a functioning and secure airport in Kabul that enables people and goods to move as necessary. Furthermore, although a lot about the situation in Afghanistan is currently unclear, the last two weeks have shown that there are many aspects on which there is agreement. To highlight four, we have all called for strengthened efforts to provide humanitarian assistance to Afghanistan. We have all acknowledged that for peace to be sustainable, an inclusive negotiated political settlement must be reached with the full, equal, and meaningful participation of women. We have together underscored the importance of adherence to international norms and standards on human rights, in particular for women, children, and minorities. And we have all reaffirmed the importance of combating terrorism in these in the interest of all the people of Afghanistan. Thank you.
0: I thank the representative of Estonia for his statement. I now give the floor to the representative of China.
7: 安理会结合形势发展进行充分协商而不是激化矛盾我们依然建设性的参与了磋商主席先生阿富汗近期乱局 切实尊重阿富汗人民自主决定自身前途命运的权利，切实改变将自身模式强加于人的错误做法，切实改变动辄施压制裁甚至使用武力的霸道行径。有关国家应该为过去二十年的所作所为负责，兑现对阿富汗和平重建的承诺。不能一边声称关心阿富汗人民的福祉，一边却实施单边制裁；不能一边声称支持阿富汗加快经济社会发展，一边却扣押冻结阿富汗的海外资产；更不能在阿富汗制造巨大灾难后一走了之，却把责任推给阿富汗的邻国和安理会。外国部队过去二十年进行无差别的轰炸 嗯, 朱毅先生, 物資貨幣貶值和物價上漲, 外国仓族撤军 再度成为恐怖主义发源地和恐怖分子集散地，这是阿富汗未来任何政治解决方案必须坚守的底线。希望塔利班切实履行承诺，彻底切断同一切恐怖组织的联系。各国应根据国际法和安理会决议，坚决打击伊斯兰国、基地组织、东伊运等国际恐怖势力。和恐怖分子集散地 坚决防止其在阿富汗聚集作乱 9月 17日到期 以及帮助阿富汗实现和平和解 开启重建进程, 进行深入探讨,
0: I thank the representative of China for his statement. There are no more names inscribed on the list of speakers. Before adjourning uh, the meeting, as this is the last scheduled meeting of the Council for the month of August, I would like to express sincere appreciation of the delegation of India to the members of the Council and to the Secretariat of the Council, for all the support they have extended to us. Indeed, it has been a busy month, and one in which we have rallied to seek consensus on several important issues within our purview. We could not have done it alone, and without the hard work, support and positive contributions of every delegate, every delegation and the representatives of the Secretariat, including the conference service officers, interpreters, verbatim reporters, and security staff. As we end our presidency, I know I speak on behalf of the Council in wishing the delegation of Ireland good luck in the month of September. The meeting is adjourned.